Episode of the Young Millionaire and Training Podcast. I have another set of, actually a set this time, not even one extra special guest. I got a set of extra special guests, the man Sebos. These are actually my neighbors, okay? These are actually my next door neighbors. So, hello, viewers. <laughs> yeah, so as I'm kind of introducing them, I'm going to tell you about actually how I even discovered that they were my next door neighbors. So, we go out to the farmer's market, me, myself, Missy, Faith. We get out there. And we see a booth over there, and it's some Italian ice. And it says, New York, New York Italian ice. As y'all know, Missy's from New York. So she sees it. She was like, hey, I want some Italian ice. So we go over there, get the Italian ice. Cool. We talk to them. No big deal. Either the next week or maybe two weeks after that, I'm walking. And I saw him move in. I just, you know, we speak. And I didn't really think anything about it. And then I walked past his garage, and I saw Richie's Italian ice. And I'm like, is that the guy from... I'm like, I'm pretty certain that's him because I was like, if, if you see Richie, he looked like Richie. Don't nobody look like Richie, but Richie. So, yeah. <laughs> and so I saw him and, you know, we had a little conversation about that. I always get out, walk around the neighborhood with Faith. And then his wife stopped me one day when she was out walking with little Joy Joy. And we were talking and met like that. So now they did the, the plug on it. But more importantly, outside of all that, I got to know them as far as their entrepreneurial spirit. And the businesses that they run and the industries that they operate in. So, of course, Richie, we call it Richie's Italian Ice. Although I do have to admit, I'm lobbying for changing the Richie's Italian Ice and empanadas, but I don't know how far my vote goes. <laughs> <laughs> and Crystal Harrington, soon to be Masibo. They're actually getting married. By the time this airs, they will be married. So, congratulations. Make sure you tell them congratulations on the social media. She's an independent insurance agent here in San Antonio. Well, I think she does everywhere, if I'm not mistaken, right? Licensed in 44 states. 44 yeah. states. Okay, 44 states. So that's all of y'all. Even if it's not, she'll get licenses. I'm going to speak for her on that one. However, <laughs> so I wanted to bring them on because I want to talk you. about the businesses. I want to talk about the insurance because y'all know how I feel about insurance. If you can't afford to die, I can't afford to help you, okay? <laughs> so we got to make sure that we get that. So with all of that being said, how are you all doing today? Not too shabby. <laughs> nah, <absolutely. laughs> just good. Uh, we have two beautiful, healthy children, and Amazing. we own flourishing, successful businesses in the city of San Antonio. So we're very fortunate, feel very blessed to be able to give back to the community and share a part of who we are as people because we ultimately, we live to serve. We just mm. have that heart of servitude, so... Yeah, and they are not lying. They are not lying. After we had met him, he came over here and brought us on ICs. I was like, man, let me pay for the ICs. He was like, no. <laughs> Y'all like, man, let me pay for the ICs. Y'all know how I feel about small businesses. So always we, take care of small businesses. I mean, we love to give to people, neighbors, people that don't have no money. You know, we help them out, you know, and, you know, we, we do the best as we can to serve great food, great treats. Or just so. giving good service because yes. giving back is what it's all about for Agreed. each other. And it is good service and great food. I'm trying to tell you, look, this is no lie. Hand the guy. This wasn't even planned this way. Faith had, they had some empanadas today. They set up in our neighborhood today. Faith had three empanadas and she knocked out. And the reason why that's so important, she normally gets up two or three times a night because she doesn't want to go to sleep. Nah, she went straight to sleep tonight. So we thankful for the empanadas. Missy was like, I think we're going to need about 50 of them. 
Anytime. And you know I, it. <laughs> and I love that our daughters are next door and my neighbor's child's name is Faith and my daughter's name is Joy. No, oh, absolutely. So let me ask this. So first, let's kind of talk about how you all got together. Then we'll jump into the business. So tell me what that story was like. <laughs> yeah, y'all get married, man. Y'all got, y'all going to have this story yes, forever. Y'all got to tell this one for a long time, man. Where she start? Believe it or not, we met on Facebook dating. But when nice, it, nice. When it first uh, came Watch. around and, and, and about, when it comes to the social dating industry, I, I'm, I am, you know, I never have such luck. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> that never got a response or, or anything. You know, I, I mean, I've tried it. I've tried it. I just went about with Facebook dating, you know, made a profile. And I was like, ah, oh, let's see what this is all about. Let, let's, you know, let, let's see what such luck I have. And. Turns out that one day uh, they were like, you got a match. And I was like, oh, I was like, who is this? I was like, and, you know, just looking at the phone, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And and then then from, you know, then from there, I I, I messaged, you know, I messaged uh, Crystal and we took it from there, exchanged phone numbers, having great conversations and have a lot in common and have great families as well, which is the A plus and what I look for in a woman, the great looks. And uh, (laughs) so, yeah, you had um, me already. (laughs) (laughs) No, hey, you got to keep courting you forever, man. Yeah, he got to keep courting you forever. Look, and no judgment here, because I don't know if I told you all, and I think a lot of the audience knows. So I actually met Missy. We met on IG. Actually, before IG even had DMs. So, yeah, I yeah, this was 2012. Yep, 2012. Because this year actually. Yeah, that was when it launched, right? Yeah, yeah, it was very early on in the IG days. It was so bad, because it's funny that you said that, Richie. So... I commented on Missy's status and said she was pretty and she had already been peeping me and she followed me on Twitter as well. And so I commented on it and then she said, thank you. And I guess I didn't answer quick enough for her. And if y'all know Missy, you know, Missy can be kind of aggressive. So I didn't answer quick enough for her. And I guess two days went by. So she jumped in my, (laughs) in my DMs on Twitter. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Exactly. And she jumped in my DMs on Twitter and she was like, I said, thank you. And like, who is this talking on my phone? (laughs) Then I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I think she can talk to me like that. Yeah, definitely no judgment from us because, yeah, I think online, that's, well, it's the norm now. So some people in the older generation who like, you met somebody online? I was definitely not the optimist because I'd been online Mm -hmm. and I'd had nothing but horrible experiences. So he's right. We got on it both when it launched November 2019. And then it was funny because what I liked about him is I would tell a lot of the guys to call me because I just feel like I'm old fashioned. I'm old school. Get on the horn and call me. I want to hear your voice. I want to know I'm connecting with someone. Right. And a lot of the guys were so like taken aback by that. They'd just be like, I just want to text you to get to know you first. And I'm like, okay, weaning out the, you know, the dead apples. This one hops on the horn. (laughs) So right away, I'm like, what prompted you to call me? You don't even know me. And he said, well, I want to hear your voice. I mean, I'm old school. And I, it's not like I can walk up to a woman at the shopping center now and be like, hey, I think I'm kind of cute. How about I get your number? He's like, I'm bound to get mugged that way. <laughs> yep. Yeah, definitely now. They'd be like, me too, me too, me too. Yeah, me too. Moving. I'm thinking, all right, in my mind, I'm thinking I'd probably mug you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so I found that to be quite impressive. And then when we went to lunch, I kept it light, ladies. Go to lunch, never dinner. I was impressed because he asked a lot of serious 
questions off the bat. Although I only had a bite of my salad and he was asking me how long my parents had been married, which was a the, little... The pizza hasn't what? come to the table yet. So. <laughs> I said, can I, can, I, can I finish my salad? <laughs> and then I'll get back to you. And uh, I wanted to taste the pizza, ladies. Come on. Hello. <laughs> and I was being bombarded with all these pretty serious questions. What do you think about marriage? I'm like, yo, I just said yes to pizza. So it's actually written in our vows, and I intend to press that to him. All I thought was I was going for pizza, and look at us now. So Yeah, hey, who knew that pizza came with the topping of a husband? Who knew, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, That's amazing. So one of the things I kind of told you before we got started that I wanted to highlight, I thought it was very unique that you find a couple where both of you all are independently entrepreneurial-minded, because typically... You have one person who is entrepreneurial, the other one like, hey, I got a nine to five and I'll be here till the day I die. Uh, yeah, I'm not leaving. You know, I support you, but that's not really my thing. Or you get the couples where they both only run one business. It's like, hey, this is our family business. We both operate in it. But you all actually operate together and separately all at the same time because you help each other out with your businesses. So tell me how that was kind of meshing those kind of those things together for you all. Believe it or not, for Rich and I, I feel like from the beginning, we've worked so well together as a team. Yes. You, you know. um, coming together, finding out that my fiance had this excellent talent to cook and, and with his um, craft, I felt the need to highlight it, although it was something so new to him. And he was very scared um, at the onset because the idea of stepping out on your own is never easy to embrace, Right. I knew that there was something there that I wanted to share with the rest of the world. And God willing, one day it'll be the rest of the world, but our community uh, first and foremost. Because when he sent me packing with his Italian ice, I have never tasted something so amazing in my life that I literally feel like I'm biting into the fruit at hand. First of all, I never had a mango. So I didn't even know what a mango tasted like. And I don't like what they call Texas pica. Like mm -hmm. I don't do it. I don't do hot stuff. And I got the manganata. And I chowed down on that manganata court in like a matter of hours. So I had to call this guy back. Ladies, I'm dating. Call this guy back and be like, where did you get this stuff? It is phenomenal. So for us, I think collabing together... Me introducing the idea of why don't we make a business out of this? It was extremely difficult for him, I think, at first because he's so wired in the nine to five mundane and, you know, holding a job is all he's ever known all his life, right, babe? Yes, uh, tw 27 plus years as a chef, mainly with, with fine dining. It's, Scratch kitchen. You know, like everything has to be in tip top, perfect, plating. And all sorts, but with my 27 years not being appreciated, overworked, uh, underpaid, I had to take the next step. You know, just being in the kitchen, saying to myself, "When am I going to run a business?" You know, and even doing gigs uh, on the side, I was uh, a banquet chef, making Italian ices, and uh, the chefs would come up to me and ask, "Like, hey, Richie, you don't have a business? You don't have any business cards?" I'm like, no, they were like, you, you need to do something with yourself. And, and I did not know how to go about it, which is something that I would never know how to do for myself. When it comes to the chef industry. Insert the wife. You, you know, it, it's it's very Absolutely. hard. And, but just to think about how do I go about this? Do I need money to build a business up? Do I need 
the support and help. Yes, you know that 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 answered my question. My lady, yes, I say my lady. <laughs> you know, I don't call her by her first name ever. But uh, my lady believed in me and, and believed in in all I do as a chef. And uh, we started Italian Ices during the pandemic. Believe it or not, out of our uh, two bedroom, two bath apartment yes. on the third <laughs> floor, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, with I had to carry them, that freezer. Uh, I know you weren't carrying that freezer up and down those steps. He did uh, carry the yes. freezer. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I was pregnant with Joy Joy. Wow. But, yeah. look, y'all don't understand. This freezer is huge because he put it on the back of his truck because I see him leaving every almost every day at this point. But I see him leaving all the time. That freezer is huge. <laughs> yeah, so no. imagine yeah. it's 2020. The world is flipped upside down. We just met. We fell in love. Pretty quickly, we fell in love in about a month with each other because we're so similar in nature and it was just easy and we complimented each other. And so we merged our lives together. We decided to start Richie's Italian Ice out of my apartment with Xerox labels on a HP desk jet printer, literally. I love it. I love it. And he, I'm pregnant with joy. So Andrew was in South Texas with my parents. Mm Mm-hmm. So Best Buy delivers your freezer to your apartment, not to the third floor. Right. So carries the thing to the third floor by himself. And we're literally selling Italian ices out of our two-bedroom, two-bath flat on the third floor of the Skyrise apartment in Crownview Ridge area. It was uh, the Ridge apartment over I-10. And it was really small. We intended it to be small because he was having the hardest time with pulling away from the mundane. So for him, it was like, I'll hold on to this. There's a baby on the way, you know, and she's got my back, yada, yada, which I did telling family, telling friends, posting on Facebook, anyone that would buy from us independently. And we were just selling quartz out of our apartment. And that's literally where we started yeah, in 2020. A little, a little small hustle to start off with. During the pandemic, when COVID-19 was around, I always was cut, but I continued to what I did best, making cold treats from a two-bed, two-bed apartment. We made a little money here and there. But after our baby girl was born, uh, we pretty much continued the same way. And then it turned out. Crystal contacted somebody uh, about uh, running a small business and and how to go about it. And then from there, we started at a farmer's market. And uh, from the beginning, it it was kind of rough. I did not know how to run a generator, for one. You didn't know how to do anything. (laughs) You know, they did not know how to do anything. Julia was our friend. She was our dearest friend. Absolutely. My dad likes to call himself Tim Allen from Home Improvement. (laughs) Literally, that's my father. (laughs) So so I would call my mom and be like, mom, how do I run a generator off in, you know, like out in a farmer's market? She's like, Miha, I don't know. Call dad. But, you know, it's probably going to break in like two days. I was like, mother, bite, click. So then I'd call her back and I'd be like, mom, we're in a bind. How do I run it? Run this generator. I don't even know how to yank the thing. Miha, Google it. Use your noodle. I'll bite. And hang up, click. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So we literally just plugged into our resources. Yeah. Our friends. When you plug into a vendor world Mm -hmm. where you're going to start to meet people that truly share the same background as you. Mm -hmm. Rich has met a lot of fellow chefs that have ventured 
on their own as well. You start to create this circle of like family because you can lean on each other for those little things. And the first market we did, I literally was about to lose my crap. I wanted to give up. One of the other things with us is we're all about quality Mm -hmm. and kindness and doing for others what we would want done for us. So we're very particular when it comes to like service, right? We don't call our people customers. We call them our clients. Family. Yeah. uh, But like if we go to a restaurant and someone's mean to us for no reason, you know, we take huge offense to that because we've both been in the service industry for so long. So it's Mm. like we want to give to others the way we would want to be treated, you know? So putting our product out there was really important to us and making sure it shined the way it should. And we're at the market and we don't know what we're doing. And our freezer literally starts to melt our stuff because it's A, super hot, and B, it's unleveled on the gravel. Mm. Well, we don't know this. So I go to Lowe's to go get paper towels so we can have on hand for our clients And I'm literally in the bathroom saying a prayer going, okay, God, I can just go back and tell him it's okay. Let's let he can go back to working in the kitchen. This just isn't for us. Please help me. And I get back. And this gentleman that was right next to us selling jerseys, what are they like custom jerseys? Mitchell and Ness type jerseys. Out of nowhere, he finds empathy for this guy and he hands him a bean bag and he's like, let me help you with that. It's okay. I got you. Just to level out my freezing. Amazing. So it stays cold and consistent with our product. So we could serve our product. We sold out in a matter of two and a half hours. We sold our product we sold Done. out and then you know ever since we that's know, the kick we needed like the inspiration we needed to continue moving forward yes. knowing that this was our destiny we continued getting gigs at apartment complexes and hoas what one one of our one of our biggest breaks that we ever had believe it or not was at a snoop Dogg concert mm. we had the second biggest line out of i think it was Maybe twelve other food vendors besides the alcohol line, being you know being the big, but we Me we were like, you know really? we would and that that's how our small business got a lot of exposure in San Antonio and recognition. Nice. Um, and we didn't plan for that. We were invited to participate to even be among Snoop Dogg serving at a concert arena with an, a music well-known acclaimed you know hip artist was just so honorary i mean we didn't even get to see him we didn't even get to meet him but we were in the same vicinity as him and it was so amazing that we had that opportunity and people that we tell that story to freak out they're like no people like you guys don't have that level of success till you've been around for quite a while and made an impression in san antonio well it just fell on our lap somebody tried our stuff at they were actually running like a movie drive-in at mm-hmm. La Fintera at one point. And we did one night there. And the yeah. guy that was next to us yanked us into Snoop Dogg and was and like... this was actually nice. in Six Flags. Yeah, Six yeah, Flags was, was where they were Flags, running the, the which, drive-in. Yes. And then they pulled us into Sunken Gardens and were like, we want you guys to participate in the Snoop Dogg concert. We did <laughs> realize that we would be the second yes. biggest line aside from the beer. Like we had no idea that that was going to happen. We feel bad for a lot of our fellow vendors when that mm-hmm. happened. We 
uh, empathize with them because we're coming from the same place, right? We're all living in this world where it's like we all understand the pains that we go through. This is what puts uh, food on our table. This is what brings up, pays our bills. So we can completely empathize with them. But it was so amazing to hear the people calling us after the concert saying, you guys had the second biggest line aside from the beer. The beer is a given. How did you do that? And we were like, you don't even know how to answer. Yeah, we we didn't know. Actually, I'm going to answer it for you all. So Richie's actually being extremely humble because he's actually just a humble guy. He talked about being a chef for 27 years. And I told you this when you said it. One day we were outside talking and I was so incredibly impressed because I, the things I have not tasted a ton of Richie's food, but everything I've tasted has been great, <laughs> like beyond great. Okay. <laughs> now, with that being said, what I got impressed by the day that you told me you knew how to make ketchup, because like me not being a, a cook person, <laughs> like in my mind, it just comes from the Hunt's factory or the Heinz factory like that. I never even considered that somebody makes it. I don't even know how I didn't consider that. And he sat hey. down and broke hey, down the process. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he broke down the process to me of how to make ketchup. And I was like, he's really legit. Because <laughs> I said, after the tomato, I don't know what to do. I like, I, And I don't even know what to do with the tomato. I just know I need one. Yeah, Me there, too. There I, watch so much, and, I watch and learn. There That's is so much. Yeah, there was so much to it. I was like, hey, this is easy. And they were like, no, no. That, it, <laughs> you know, that, that looks hard to me. But I guess I, I make it simple because of my experience. But, yet, you know, to other people, they, they're like, wow, you know, how, how, how do you go? about that and <laughs> the way i answer it i was like it's just that easy they're like no i, I can't cook i, 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 I really when he don't. says it's just that easy because it's not <laughs> and i have to constantly condition him and not regard. being self-centered but <laughs> not being self-centered but it's like honey you don't realize that you think because he's been king since he was nine years old mm-hmm. after his abuela his grandma and his my influence so for him it's second nature to him right for me i'm like you i'd go for the hunts bottle let's catch up on this thing (laughs) i'm not gonna sit there and figure out how to make it no (laughs) but for him it's like second nature which is some the lady scratch kitchen keyword scratch kitchen (laughs) oh exactly that's why i was so amazing to me when you were kind of sharing the story with me and like i said that's why i even wanted to have you all up here so one of the things that i try to do through the platform is not only highlight being an entrepreneur or you know everybody gets the i want to be a doctor i want to be a lawyer i want to do those things but when you really like find your talent and really lean into it you can step into that that area and you can really excel and you know end up at the snoop dogg concert because the piece that he didn't necessarily tell you all, Crystal did hint at it a little bit. But when he talks about the flavors, this is not like him taking the little syrup out of the bottle and crushing up some ice. That's not what this is. Like, oh. he actually makes all his flavors. So tell me, like, a little bit about that process. Obviously, not your recipe or anything, but your process. So how, what does that work from start to finish? Depending the fruit, it, it could go It could go from pureeing. It could go from simmering. And, and then and that, he just infuses the all natural fruit into the ice itself and then preserve that natural flavor in we the all, product. Yeah, we handpick select our fruits. When we're serving Italian ice, we are going to give them Italian ice. You know, for instance, it's not going to be an artificial strawberry. No, we, we, are get, we are actually getting real deal strawberries from the supermarket. <laughs> if I say you're going to get a strawberry, you're actually going to get a strawberry. 
in other yeah. words. Yeah. And that's what was so impressive to me about that because, I mean, obviously, I know y'all know, every, everywhere you go is just, uh, what, the little syrup <laughs> on ice uh, right. for the most part. <laughs> and I was like, that is not what Richie has going on at all. And wanting to be able to serve the community in that regard is we want them to have something truly authentic, all natural that they can call their own and enjoy at home with their kids. I know living, having moved here to San Antonio from South Texas, I suffered a lot from allergies. I know a lot of people that suffer from allergies naturally being in the area (laughs) of all the danders and pollens from the trees. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my closest friends, including two of his siblings, have milk allergies. So this was actually derived and inspired primarily from him to want his brothers back in the day in New York, a lot of their Italian ice is dairy-based. And he always longed for his younger siblings to be able to eat an Italian ice on the stoop. So when he came up with the recipe, he created it with that love and that passion for his family. So for me, I love being able to tell people it's all natural, made from scratch. I posted on all my Instagram posts and Facebook posts to get the word out that, hey, you are truly getting something that we're giving you from our heart to yours to serve your family that is good for them and healthy for them. We're not just serving you crap in a cup and serving you an icy treat and calling it a day. When you're done with that gawky, chunky syrup, sometimes you get to the bottom and it's just watered down ice. Now our process preserves that flavor a hundred percent through and through. So you're spending your money on good quality. Yeah. And, And you get it to the last bite. You get down Amen. to that cup. To the last bite, yeah. And I agree, because I told you I had two cups today. Yeah, and that's that's <laughs> serious. I bought All one. Glad, yeah. glad you, glad you yeah. enjoyed it today. <laughs> Sent my wife back to get another one. Matter of fact, I'm actually glad you explained that, because that was going to be my next question, Crystal. Because I noticed that you advertise. I noticed the advertising point behind it. No dairy, no problem. And I always saw it. So I was actually curious about that. I'm from North Carolina, so I have no idea about what Italian ices from New York are like. Richie's was literally the first one that I had that was, quote unquote, an Italian icy outside of like the ones you get from the store. So as far as I'm concerned, everybody else just struggling because he set the bar high. But I was thinking. Yeah. So thank you for letting me know what the no dairy, no problem was, because that was going to be my next question. Um, (laughs) I don't know Italian ice either. You know, I didn't know it when we got together. And he explained it to me. And then one of our clients actually started telling her friends, hey, it has no dairy. And she would say, no dairy, no problem. Mm -hmm. And so we piggybacked off that because we were like, you know what? I'm going to roll with this. I think it's truly a part of it stands for everything that we say we stand for and what we make and how our what our product is. It has no dairy in it so everyone can enjoy it. So I always just try to emphasize that in our posts. No dairy, no problem. So what is one thing that you learn that you think would be great for other entrepreneurs to know? And especially even you, Richie, coming from the chef space with it, because a lot of people like to start food based businesses. So what's something that you kind of learned that you took from that that you think everybody should know? It's all about the Q&A as as we speak, not not the questions and answers, but the quality and the authenticity of of our product. You You want to go real because... That's what a lot of people look for. I've had in the past questions, oh, who do you get this from? When I tell the person, no, we make it from scratch, they go, really? You, you know, it, it, it's 
It's a mouth drop and it blows their mind. You know, even certain flavors, for instance, a chocolate, whoever is lactose intolerant or allergic to dairy products, they can have the chocolate treat of some sort because a lot of chocolate consists of milk. But once they hear, you know, when I do a chocolate with no dairy, mind blown. So a lot of entrepreneurs in the food industry, you want to go real. You want to make everything from scratch because that's what keep people coming to you because you're not just selling a product, but the love you show. From the three women I learned from, my great-grandmother, my grandmother, my mom, show that love to people in what you do in the kitchen. Amen. I love that. Tell us where we find Richie's Italian Ice. Tell people where they book it, how to find it, how to get in touch with you. Facebook, Richie's Italian Ice, S-A-T-X. SCTX standing for San Antonio, Texas. So I'm going to repeat Richie's Italianized SATX. And also you can find us on Instagram under Richie's Ice underscore SATX 8180. I'm going to repeat again Richie's Ice underscore SATX 8180. You can also reach us by phone at 361 945 9375. Or email at Richie's Ice, R I C H I E S I C E 8180 at gmail.com. All right, perfect. Definitely thank you all for this. So thank you. I will be putting all that information down in uh, the description to the episode. So make sure you go down in the description to the episode, follow all their social media, hit them up looking for your next event he'd be more than happy to come okay we live to serve and we love serving you guys in san antonio so come and see us yes richie's italian nice no dairy no problem